Good people, what's going on? It's your boy Conker Jones coming at you with another episode of The Comfort Zone. I hope everything in life is good with you. Everything in life is good with me. Um, you know, I don't think I'm going to be talking about this too long, so we're going to go ahead and jump right into it. As you can see, the title is Following God Ain't Easy. I'm going to keep the title the way it is, but as I started recording this and realized that I need to start over, I realized that the main reason why following God isn't easy is because we don't have a proper communication and a proper relationship with God in order for our walls to be easier. You know, um, I'm not talking about this, this stuff that you see in a lot of churches. Not all of them. There are really some genuine people out there. There are really some genuine men and women of God out there. Uh, but surprisingly enough, the ones who think they are seriously genuine, genuine are the ones that aren't. You know what I'm saying? It's the ones who are constantly pointing out their doubts and their problems who I consider the ones that are really, truly, truly genuine. You know, uh, the ones who are really, truly down to earth, who uh, don't look at you like you are against the kingdom because you're not following God or attending service or blah, 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 the way they are, you know. But, uh, the reason why I said following God isn't easy is literally because of a uh, personal experience I had recently where I really truly needed an answer from God. So I sat up here and I asked God, like, look, if you show me any other way than what I'm asking you right now, I'm going to have doubts about whether it's you or not. So I need you to show me exactly this way, because if you show me exactly this way, whichever direction you tell me to go from that. I know it's absolutely you because it's exactly what I asked for. And he gave me my answer. I didn't like the way he presented the answer, but he gave me my answer. And I'm really, truly going to keep my word um, with the answer that he gave me. He told me what direction he didn't want me to go in. Um, but, you know, in the process of that, uh, over the past couple of days, I've been really battling how I felt about the answer that he gave me and how he gave it to me. It wasn't the answer that he gave me. It was how he gave it to me. And, you know, for the past couple of days, I've really been battling uh, feeling like that. You know, uh, trying my best not to sit up here and just start having some type of animosity or anger towards God. And I think in the process of it, I just had to honestly sit up here and tell God how I felt. I really don't like the way you presented the answer to me. You gave me the answer. I'm going to keep my word. But you didn't have to get my hopes up. And I said something that kind of set me on a meditative state. I said, I'll be okay if you stop getting my hopes up. And I truly believe that there are a lot of us in the kingdom a lot of us who believe in God, who may not consider themselves to be in the kingdom, who feel the exact same way. The uh, scripture is no longer working. People telling you it's going to be okay. Your time is coming. It's no longer working. You're scrolling on all your uh, websites and inspirational quotes that you used to do. They're no longer working. The songs that you would hear to motivate and encourage you is no longer working. You're in a position in your life to where nothing is working because you've applied faith after faith after faith after faith. You've applied glory 
after glory, after glory, after glory. And every time you think that you're near the end and you're finna cross the finish line and see some sort of light, here goes something else that you have to go through. Here goes some more tests, you know what I'm saying, some more tribulations. Here goes just wait a little bit longer. Delay don't mean denied. God is about to, not God is. God is about to do this in your life. And you're even telling yourself that. You, you are constantly checking yourself, telling yourself, I know God going to get me eventually. Doing everything you can to prevent yourself from saying, it's not going to happen for me. You know, if nobody else sees your struggle and applauds you for it, I do because that's one of those battles that people don't see. People don't see how little faith you have, but you are still holding on. They look at you as being so strong and so in tune with God, but they don't understand that you're hanging with yourself by a scarlet rope. Like you're on your tippy toes and there's only so much more that you can take before you lose all hope. You lose all faith. You just, you don't stop believing in God. You just stop believing it's possible for you. You stop believing that those dreams that you had can come true. And you start wondering if you're the problem and of this whole time Maybe what you should do is get comfortable, settle in the lifestyle that you have right now because it's not going to get too much better than that. Maybe you need to make the best out of what you have right now, even though you want and your heart burns for so much more. You're to the point now to where you fought so hard to stay strong that you're questioning yourself. I'm speaking of this obviously because I'm there and I've been there. And it seems like every time I turn around, I get right back to the same position to where you can't help but ask yourself and ask God, what am I doing that's so wrong? You're not opening doors for me. The doors that you do open for me seem like a compromise more than an actual blessing. Some of the people that you have in my life, I'm trying my best to think about them as being wholesome because at one point they did seem like they were around solely because you wanted them there and they really did help me out. But now all I can hear is agendas. It doesn't seem like they're really there for me anymore. It seems like they have something that they want to get out of me or some use that they have for me. Uh, start thinking about how simple you really want your life to be. You can't even get that simple type of lifestyle. Uh, you start thinking about how many mistakes that you've made and you, you're wondering if all these mistakes are coming back to haunt you and maybe that's why you haven't advanced and you're feeling like you haven't been faithful enough to God. You haven't been obedient enough to God. You haven't spoken and preached and, and held and glorified God enough. So you're wondering... You had all this stuff going through your mind, trying to figure out where you went wrong to, why those doors aren't opening for you, why is this constantly happening, why are you always looking at the grass being greener on the other side? 
and never having a chance to see if it is. And we're going to draw it right back to where now you're at the point to where it's like, Lord, just don't get my hopes up. We're good. I can make it. I can survive. I can still stay faithful. I can still believe in you. But please stop getting my hopes up. Because that's what constantly brings me down. But I want to tell you something. <coughs> Excuse me. In the midst of you feeling like you're losing hope, I want you to dig deep into the reasons why you feel like you're losing hope. I don't want you to talk to God right now. You and God to have a conversation eventually. But I want you to dig deep into the reasons why you feel like you're losing hope. I want you to tug at every single root until you snatch it up out of the ground and it's no longer an issue. And I need you to understand the same thing that I'm coming to understand is that you're gonna have to make some changes in your life on your own. God has tried helping you countless times. And because you try to be strong and be loyal to that situation that you're in, because you try to be strong and be loyal to this person who was once a blessing that isn't anymore to you, because you try to be strong and be loyal to a circumstance that once helps you that no longer helps you, God is not going to pull you out of that. That's your job. That's my job. And you have to understand it. You know, this is a funny story popping up in my head, and I'm, I'm pretty sure I don't remember it correctly, but I remember a story they used to tell us when they were little about this man sitting in the middle of the ocean in a boat, and uh, <laughs> he kept asking God to save him. So he kept asking God to save him. He asked God to save him. Uh, a boat bigger than his came by. He said, hey, man, you need help? And I said, no, don't worry about it. God's going to save me. Then a bigger boat came by. Hey, man, you need help? No, I don't need help. God's going to save me. Then a helicopter came by. Hey, man, do you need help? No, don't worry about it. God's going to save me. And here's the funny thing as it's hit me. If I even remember the story a little bit correctly, every time somebody or something came to help him and to save him, it would have been harder for him to get on board than it was the first time. You understand what I'm saying? So basically I'm saying this. Every time that God has tried to pull you out of your situation, at times he's made it really easy for you. At times it's just been easy for you. At times it's been okay, it's going to take a little bit of work, but I can get out of this and now you get to the point to where you don't see a way out except for one way. You know what I'm saying? 
and you're at your last straw, you only see one way out. And it's tougher for you to get out of the situation now. God's not going to make it easier for you when you keep turning him away, when you keep turning him down, when you keep going against what God really wants. One of the things I used to love telling people about being a man or a woman of God is that you have to flow like the river. The river keeps moving nonstop. The river doesn't get stuck anywhere. Even if beavers come and build a dam, somehow parts of that river are going to get through that dam. And that river is going to put so much pressure on that dam eventually that it's going to break it down. But (laughs) let's not talk about that. Let's just think about how a river constantly flows and how a river is constantly moving. You cannot ever really truly look at the river and the water is completely still. There's always, always going in one direction. There's always a current. And that's how we need to be. You need to understand that you ain't going to save everybody. It ain't your job to save everybody. You need to understand that, yeah, people may have helped you at one point. They may have been very beneficial for you for one point, but it's time for you to move on and go help somebody else. You need to understand that you have to take time to pour into your own cup. You have to take time to heal yourself instead of constantly trying to do things for other people and you're drained. To be honest, when I started doing this as of a couple of days ago, I started realizing that I am drained because I barely do anything for me. You know what I'm saying? You have some people who sit up here and say, I barely, I, I'm, I can't say they can even say that. I'm barely doing anything for me. Some people that disagree with me, fine, let, you, let them disagree with me. But you don't understand the sacrifices that I made. You don't understand the sacrifices that I'm making. And on my ride home today, I was sitting up here telling God, that I really just want to tell everybody in my life to kick rocks. No offense to any of them. But I, again, I started doing some amazing, serious research. I started plucking at those roots. And I realized that the main problem that I've had is that I'm not looking out for me. And it's not saying don't look out for anybody else. But you can't be scared to hurt somebody's feelings. You can't be concerned about somebody not liking the move that you make. You can't be worried about who's going to think what, who may look at you as a bad guy or a bad girl, because you need to do what's best for you. Let them. Let them Think whatever they want. And you do what you got to do to get yourself together. Because you're really killing yourself slower than you could ever imagine. And you're losing more and more hope, losing more and more faith. Because you keep digging a deeper and deeper and deeper grave. Almost so deep that you can't even pull yourself out of it. You can keep saying God's going to save me all you want. You can keep saying God's going to heal. You can keep saying God's going to deliver. You can keep saying God's going to bless me with that new job. God's going to bless me with that new house. God's going to do this. You can keep waiting on God all you want to. But either way it goes, God is not going to move on your behalf this time. But you have the power to do it. You 
have the ability to make the changes. You have the strength inside of you to completely adjust your atmosphere for the benefit of you. Take control. Take charge. It doesn't stop you from being a good person for putting your foot down. Stomp your feet. I mean, not like a little baby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> let everybody in your life know that you mean business and that you're going to take care of your peace of mind, take care of your spirit, take care of your soul. That was, that's what makes following God harder than it has to be. Is the fact that you are constantly putting people over yourself. And it's not the fact that you're doing for other people. It's the fact that it's constantly bringing you down in the process. You don't feel like a an adult. You don't feel like a real man. You don't feel like a real woman. You're, you're even wondering what you're doing, trying to figure out and guess what you're doing. Uh, here, nothing is making sense now. And it's because you need to get back control of your spirit. You need to get back control of your soul. <coughs> Excuse me. You need to get back control of your atmosphere. You need to put out your vibes in the atmosphere and stop letting the atmosphere put out its vibes on you. You need to have such a strong conviction about where you are and where you're going that your presence steps in the room before you do. That's what it's going to take for you to get yourself out of the situation. Is you looking out for you. Once you start looking out for you, you're going to see how much God has been looking out for you too. But you have to understand that God has put you in a position now that where you got to grow up spiritually. It's time for you to quit reaching your hand out for God to pick you up, pick you up, pick yourself up. <laughs> you know, pick yourself up. Get to work. You know, I, I really don't have any more to say. I just know I wanted to say this um, and to let you know that it's going to be okay. But it's going to be okay because you're going to make it okay. It will manifest. But it's going to manifest because you're going to make it manifest. Your dreams will come true. But your dreams are going to come true because you're going to make them come true. We're not about asking permission anymore. We're doing it anyway with God in our corner. Respectfully to other people, of course. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But we're doing it anyway. This ain't, you know what I'm saying? I, ain't, I don't need your permission. I don't need your support. I don't need your love, even though I want your I want your support and I want your love, but I really don't care if I have your permission or not. That's how you need to think. You got to do what's best for you regardless of how it makes other people feel um, in a respectful way. And that means, that means your mother, your father, your uncles, your aunts, your cousins, your brothers, your sisters, your kids, your nieces, your nephews, your grandkids, or whoever. You got to do what's best for you then everything will make sense after that. You know what I'm saying? And the reason why God hasn't really opened any doors for you is because you aren't even honest enough to go to the door that you really want God to open for you. You're constantly trying to get God to open plan B. And God is waiting for you at plan A.
I'm done after that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Anyway, it's your boy Kaka Jones. Remember my five favorite things. Stay focused, stay faithful, stay true to yourself. Respect and treat other people how you want to be respected and treated and give God the respect that God deserves because he's involved in your life more than you think he is. I'm out. Peace. Deuces. Holla. Later.